Hello and welcome to the NFL What If Podcast, where we discuss what if something happened or didn't happen in the past and present of the NFL. I'm Luke Pappas. And I'm Frankie Gochar, recording from Baltimore, Maryland. Today we'll be going over what if Aaron Rodgers was drafted first overall by the 49ers. Alright Luke, so what's going on in the NFL right now? Well, there, as of now, there hasn't been much news, Um, so I just want to like go over some like big free agents that have been signed, or extended, traded, released... I want to start off with actually uh, Von Miller, who was uh, signed on a $6 million, I think $120 million deal with the uh, Bills. And this was really surprising for a few reasons. Um, one, that it was a $6 million or six-year deal. And Von Miller is not the youngest guy. I believe uh, when he's done with that deal, he'll be 37 or 38. And also, it's the fact that he went to the Bills, not the Rams or the Broncos, which look like the two teams he would go to. This uh really uh mixed up things with free agency. Same thing with um I think Christian Kirk, and it was the money, like six years, two hundred million, two or six years, one hundred twenty million, two hundred million dollars a year, or twenty million dollars. Sorry, yeah. Uh, I mean it, it's really um big impact. We actually saw uh, Zadarius Smith, who originally signed with the Ravens, um for like a. A small amount of money, especially for his caliber. Then uh, he left after the deal. So, yeah, it's just so confusing why Von Miller wouldn't want to stay with the Rams. One, after they just won a Super Bowl, and two, to stay with Aaron Donald. So I bet Von Miller at his old age, or he's not even that that old, but he's kind of falling off a little bit. But uh, he probably went to a team for the money, not the uh, not to win anything. I mean, the Bills are good, but the thing is, can they compete with the rest of the AFC? And I believe that the Bills are going to be his last team that he probably plays for, if it's for the uh, um, tenure. It's a six-year deal that's for sure going to be the last team he plays for. Definitely. Um, so let's actually talk about some Raven signings. Um, first off, we signed um, Marcus Williams from uh, the New Orleans Saints. Uh, I think... It's a $17 million a year deal, or four, $14, yeah, $14 million a year deal. Um, I think it's a good deal. We needed the safety. Uh, we have Chuck Clark, who I think is going to be a good, strong safety. I just don't know how um good Deshaun Elliott is. At He was injured all last season. Yeah, so, and I think the season before or something. Or uh, the season before that, I believe he was injured. So I haven't really seen his full potential quite yet. Yeah, and I don't know if like we will if with these injuries. I I just can't have another season like last season. I can tell you we're probably not going to be winning our preseason games. Harbaugh's not going to be keeping his uh preseason streak. Yeah, even though not all the um not a lot of the injuries came in the preseason games, but still he's not really going to be risking anything. Yeah, definitely. We lost our number one running back in preseason, and then our number two a few days after. And I'm, I'm not even sure what happened to the defense. <laughs> like I can't really keep track of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Also, we signed uh, Moses Morgan Moses. Um, he was a right tackle, played for the Commanders and the New York Jets. We got him on a three or fifteen million dollar year deal, and I think this really helps out with the offensive line. And um, next year, the offensive line should look like uh, Ronnie Stanley playing left tackle. 
right? Um, left guard, I believe, is either going to be Ben Cleveland or maybe someone from the draft. Um, center is an interesting spot. I think we put Patrick McCarry there because Bozeman left us for like a really small deal, so I don't know why we couldn't resign him. That kind of makes me upset. Uh, or we draft the center. Yeah, but yeah, we could do that definitely. Um, uh, left or right guard is going to be Kevin Zeitler, who was a really good right guard last year. I think he allowed a one sack. Um, only, so he's really an underrated player on this injured team. And uh, right tackle is going to be Morgan Moses. Yeah. So how regarding like barring injuries, how do you think this offensive line is going to hold up next year? I think it's uh, it held up not great last season due to injuries, but it still was okay. Mm-hmm. It wasn't absolutely horrendous like past uh like other teams like the the chiefs or the uh the Bengals. the ba- i feel like it was pretty similar to the Bengals, where it couldn't really contain or couldn't keep the quarterback safe but the quarterback wasn't uh unable to do anything yeah i mean the Bengals actually just got a big help in offensive line this free agency so we're gonna need uh some big or some good pass rush, and actually, we assigned a pass rusher, Michael Pierce. Is Remember that name? He was a former Raven, went to the Minnesota Vikings, and is now back with the Ravens on a small deal. But um, essentially, we don't know what's happening with Calais Campbell. I think he'll be a good. Something. Yeah, if Calais Campbell can come back, that'd be great. But um, what about Bobby Wagner? He's still in free agency. Yes. Um, Has he expressed any interest on playing on any teams? Um, we just had his two most recent meetings, and it looked like the most promising meetings were uh, one with the Los Angeles Rams and the other with the Baltimore Ravens. I I really hope he comes to the Ravens, honestly. I feel like he'll, he'll be elite. Uh, he's already been elite, <laughs> but I feel like he'll be even more elite next to uh, uh, Patrick Queen and having Patrick Queen actually able to play his designated position. Yeah. Because he's not he's not big enough to be a middle linebacker. No, he is an outside linebacker. I think he's good at pass coverage, uh, Queen. He's okay at tackling. Um, but Wagner is one of the best um, tacklers in the game. He led the. He, I think he was second in the league um, in tackles last year to um, Foyer Akula Alukum. I I don't know how to say his name, but uh. He actually just signed with the Jaguars. He was a Yale product. Um, played on the Falcons. One of their only few good players that year. Yep. And, yeah, I think the Ravens' defense just adding really good players. And you've seen, uh, that's why I have so much hope in Bobby Wagner if he decides to come to the Ravens or if he signs with the Ravens. That we saw what happened with Calais Campbell. The Jaguars were done with him, and we're probably thinking that he's got nothing left to play with any other team, and he's had many, many really good seasons with the Ravens, and that's what I'm hoping we'll see out of uh, some of these veteran players that we're going to be signing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, sometimes the veterans work out. Um, they don't always work out, but... I, in my opinion, I feel like it works out more times than it doesn't, especially on defense, in uh, in particular. Because we've seen, uh, and with like a position like that where being older, 
uh, comes with a bit more experience, like in, instead of wide receivers where you like lose your fatigue as you get older, such as uh, Larry Fitzgerald. But um, when you see these defensive players where you see like Von Miller and Aaron Donald who are a bit older in the league, they're they're uh, getting better as they get older, especially Aaron Donald. Von Miller's not getting that much better than he has been in the past. And for um, some special teams, because we got to show our special teams some love, uh, Johnny Hecker has been uh, released by the Los Angeles Rams. Um, he was one of their best. Um, he was one of the best punters in the league, and um, and we said this in our Rams video. Um, he was being considered for the. NFL MV, or not the NFL, uh, the Super Bowl MVP. Um, in that Super Bowl, because he had to punt like nine times, and had a lot of yards. Um, he's one of the best punters in the league. He's like Sam Cook. He's a good passer. Uh, yeah, I saw a uh, Instagram post on that, uh, about some of uh Johnny Hecker's passes throughout his career. I don't think Sam Cook's a passer. <laughs> People say he is because he has so much completion rate, but they barely use him. What makes Sam Cook so special? I've there was this NFL like short documentary on YouTube about what Sam Cook does. His fatigue, or not fatigue, uh, wrong word, but how good he is at his position, and nobody really notices it in punters because all they need to really, all they think they need to do is just punt it far. But the amount of different ways that Sam Cook can punt and like move it away from where the uh the punt returner is going to be catching it, or if they don't, he doesn't want the punt returner to catch it at all, or if he wants them the fair catch, he can do that. If you know what I mean. Uh, he then then assigned with the uh, Carolina Panthers, so we'll see how he does there, and also um for the kickers. Um, Young Hoku has re-signed with the Atlanta Falcons on a big deal. Um, good for him. Uh, he deserves it. He's a good kicker. Um, especially his story. He's like in 2019, he was playing with the uh, Lions of American Football on some team. I don't know that league folded within like a month or two. So it's just a it's a feel good story for him now that he's he is resigning for a lot of money. And I think some long snapper signed somewhere. I don't know. Dang. I, wasn't, I wasn't really keeping up on that. All right. All right. Uh, why don't we get into the what if for today? Um. So today's what if is uh, what if Aaron Rodgers was drafted to the uh, 49ers? And to give some context on the situation is it was the 2005 draft. Aaron Rodgers is um, one a really good quarterback uh, coming out of Cal. He had transferred from a community college a few years earlier, and everyone thought he was going to be the first overall pick. And the thing, the significance about it was that the first overall pick was owned by the 49ers. And growing up, Aaron Rodgers was a West Coast boy, um, and his favorite team was the um, 49ers. All right, so I'm going to go over this draft class and what uh, talent we saw in this. So first pick was Alex Smith, which... Uh, they made. I'm not even sure they most likely picked the uh, the wrong quarterback in that situation instead of Aaron Rodgers. This is a big shocker because everyone thought Aaron Rodgers was going. 
Yeah, yeah, and I think there was some uh, videos of showing Aaron Rodgers' disappointment after Alex Smith goes first. You got Ronnie Brown running back going second uh, second overall to Miami. Braylon Edwards to Cleveland. Cedric Benson to Chicago. He had a few off, man. I think he had some. How do you pronounce that name? Uh, Caldiac Williams uh, to which team? Um, that is the Buccaneers. Oh yeah, Tampa. Uh, got Adam, Adam Jones, Adam Pacman Jones, not the baseball player. Oh, I didn't know Adam Jones was a DB. Interesting. To Tennessee, Troy Williams to Minnesota, Antrell Rowley, Roll, Roll. I don't know. To Arizona, Carlos Rogers to Washington. That's correct. Uh, Mike Mike Williams to Detroit. Not the Mike Williams that plays today. Oh, all right. Because he was a wide receiver. Demarcus Ware to Dallas. Sean Merriam, Jamal Brown, Thomas Davis, Derek Johnson, Travis Johnson, David Polick, uh, Erasmus. Rasmus James, Alex Barron, Marcus Spears, Matt Jones, Mark Clayton, Fabian Washington, and then Aaron Rodgers, uh, 24th. Yeah, and and there were no quarterbacks in between Alex Smith and Aaron Rodgers. No, um, no teams drafted quarterbacks. And I think this is going to be like the thing, like 49ers needed a quarterback at the time, and is really just a pick. Was it, did he go with Alex Smith and Aaron Rodgers? And, of course, people are going to, like, always, like, probably aren't going to think that Alex Smith is as good as um, he was just because of this, um, because of the uh, way, just because he was drafted first overall when it should have been Aaron Rodgers. And some other talent in this draft. See, Frank Gore was on, in that draft. Uh, uh Wait. That's funny. There's another Alex Smith in this draft. Really? Tight end to Tampa. Uh, third third round. Anyways, uh, Mike Mike Nugent. That's a kicker. Kicker going second round. That's interesting. But yeah, I I don't really see. Even though this is an older draft, there's not many players that were in this draft in the NFL today. Not many. Um, besides from Frank Gore. Frank Gore's still in the NFL. Yeah, he's kind of. I think he's a free agent right now, but he. I don't think he's officially retired yet. Was he on? Was he on the Jets last season? If I'm right, I think. I could be wrong there, though. He was on the Jets whenever he played. But yeah, not really. I'm not sure how talented that draft class was. Quarterbacks wise, it had Aaron Rodgers, so definitely could say it was talented. But overall, the rest of the players were not great. And we have a f- um, few potential Hall of Famers, Demarcus Ware. Um, I don't know about Rowley. Um, there could be a few Hall of Famers in this draft. Aaron Rodgers, of course, is first ballot easily. But um, Alex Smith, he's not a Hall of Famer. I think he had a solid career for what um, for what he had to endure. He was uh, the 49ers quarterback for a while. Then he went to uh, – he was at Washington – no, um, he went to uh, Kansas City first, and he actually uh, he was the quarterback uh, before Patrick Mahomes, 
And then, of course, he went to the uh, Redskins slash football team, led them to the playoffs once, also coming over one of the most brutal injuries in NFL history. Of course, I, you, I assume you remember that, right? And how he came back the next year, won comeback player of the year. Me personally, he didn't have a he didn't have all the fame career. Honestly, he did not. He he was he had a really good story behind him, but just not not Hall of Fame worthy. Yeah, and so of course it's not that easy. It's pretty easy to point out that like if Aaron Rodgers goes first, then probably Green Bay takes Alex Smith. I mean, it's it's safe to say that that because the next uh. Next quarterback I'm looking on pro football reference was Andrew Walter to Oakland. There were no quarterbacks in that second round of draft picks. Well, there was actually one right after. Yeah, there was Aaron Rodgers. Oh, sorry, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Jason Campbell out of Auburn, but uh, he, he never. Oh, I didn't see that. He never did anything, so it's not that. All right, so uh, let's look at um. Let's, like, take a dive into the teams at the time. And, of course, you know the story of Aaron Rodgers that, um, and his Brett Favre, that he had to wait uh, four years. He waited four years and then finally got the starting position at, um, at quarterback in Green Bay. And that's what Aaron Rodgers is so, was so worried about when the Packers drafted Jordan Love. Is that last year or two years ago? Uh, whenever, uh, yeah, two years ago, I think he was part of the Joe Joe Burrow draft. Yeah, so I'm not sure. Aaron Rodgers was not was not too fond with Green Bay for picking up a quarterback behind him, and he's never going to be used in Green Bay. Like he, since Aaron Rodgers has signed his contract, Jordan Love will probably never be used. And yeah, that's just what what round was Jordan Love drafted in? First round. They traded up to get him. He was, he was a first-round first draft pick that was, that was drafted, drafted to be a backup. That just feels a bit insulting. And I'm surprised he hasn't requested a trade yet to start at any uh, any other team. I don't think they'll give him, give him a trade. Yeah, I don't know. At, at the time, the pra- Packers um, coming in, their next season, they went 4-12. Uh, and 12. The season after that, they went 8-8. Eight and eight. And then a thirteen and three, in the third season, and um, this is, the and Brett Favre played really well, but uh, after that they went six and ten, which was which was Aaron Rodgers' first start at age or first starting season at age twenty five. And so, he, he, in his first season, he threw for uh twenty eight touchdowns, thirteen interceptions, four thousand yards, and the thing you see with Aaron Rodgers is his lack of interceptions. Uh, he threw four interceptions this whole year. Uh, one, I mean, I'm talking about like now, President. Um, and he won back-to-back MVPs. And again, he can't just win. He's not great at winning the playoffs, but um, yeah, his lack of interceptions will make him like one of the best quarterbacks. But, but most likely, everyone. Is saying that Aaron Rodgers is on Tom Brady's level, which is just not. Well, if you can't finish seasons, you can't be uh. You can't be as as elite of a quarterback as Tom Brady is. I agree with you. Um, just on that, I his play is phenomenal, 
like his arm strength, his decision making, his legs, like his uh, running ability is on the same level as Tom Brady. But which isn't good. Yeah. And but today we're talking about like what what if he got his way or what if what everyone thought he was going he went which is the 49ers which at the time were also kind of like in rebuild mode. Um, so Alex Smith, um, he s- started his first um, season. No, I don't think he started. He played a few games. Uh, he did not play well at all. So if Tom, or not Tom Brady, uh, Aaron Rodgers went to the 49ers, he would have started first season. Am I correct there? Yes, so, uh, he would have. And his um, weapons at the time... Uh, and if Alex Smith ends up going to Green Bay, because that was for sure going to happen if Aaron Rodgers went to the 49ers, uh, he would have sat behind Brett Favre for most likely the four years and probably not show off anything once he got his turn. Probably have, have a, se- a really, really terrible season and then uh, be traded. Most likely. So he would have had four years behind Brett Favre to uh, be trained or whatever. Or who knows? Maybe if he sits behind Brett Favre for those, or for those four years, maybe he uh, becomes more skilled of a quarterback. Yeah, and Brett Favre wasn't too happy with Aaron Rodgers, just like uh, Jordan, like Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love. But, of course, Brett Favre, he played really well. Um or sometimes he would play pretty well. Uh, didn't lead any like Super Bowls, but um, then he kind of retired, then unretired, went to the Vikings, and then actually beat Aaron Rodgers in their first game against each other. And then um, what? And then uh, he was in the NFC Championship through a pick uh, that cost them the game, basically. And then went to the Jets, I think, for one year. Uh, sorry. Uh, went to the Jets for a year. So after Aaron Rodgers, he didn't really have that great of a career. No, not at all. Um, so let's look at that. This The two, 2006 49ers, that team, and what... Um, what Aaron Rodgers would have been playing with. So you've got... Why is it not showing me? Do you have it up? Well, what? The... The, uh... 2006. Uh, it would be 2005. 2005? Alright, let me look at it. Do you have that up right now? Yeah, the internet's being pretty slow right now, but, um... And the 49ers, of course, are... A pretty historical franchise. They had, a. They had, a. They have a they had a dynasty back then with Joe Montana and, and then Steve Young after Jerry Rice, and then um, they went to another Super Bowl, uh, year I think, year or two after Alex Smith left. Um, which they actually played the Baltimore Ravens with uh their, with Joe Flacco as the Ravens quarterback, and um, Colin Kaepernick was the. Uh, Colin Kaepernick was the 49ers quarterback. 
and it, it started as a Ravens blowout, and the 49ers uh, came back, but the Ravens ultimately won. And the 49ers are kind of searching for a quarterback. They found Jimmy Garoppolo. They thought he was going to be good. He was okay, Led them, kind of led them to a Super Bowl. Jimmy Garoppolo, who's been sitting behind Tom Brady, they traded for him. Um, so let's look at this... Uh, this 2005 49ers team. So you've got not Alex Smith. So in this situation, you would have Aaron Rodgers, running back Kevin Barlow, fullback Fred Beasley, Brandon Lloyd, and Johnny Morton as wide receivers. And then uh, Billy Bahama. Yeah, I'm not going to try to pronounce that name. Cause I don't want to call him Billy Bahama, but I, I mean that might be right. Gemma, Gemma, yeah. Let's go. That's a that. Frank Gore. I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bryant Young. Uh, Bryant on the defense, you got Bryant Young, uh, Anthony Adams, Marquess Douglas, Julian Peterman, Brandon Moore, Derek Smith, Andre Carter, Bruce Bruce Thornton. Shantae Spencer, Tony Parrish, and Mike Adams. So, do you, uh, how good was this was this uh, roster? It was not good at all. They went four and twenty, twenty, four and twelve. Um, that year, and they were not expected to do good. Mike McCarthy, actually, Mike McCarthy was their offensive coordinator, who later became um, the Green Bay Packers head coach. And on the uh, 2005 Packers, their QB depth was Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, why is it not showing me anything? Can you pull that up? Oh, yes, I am doing that right now. Sorry about that. Internet's being really slow right now. I have the Packers up right here. Of course, they had up Brett Favre at the quarterback, uh, Samoko Gatto, Samkan Gatto, who was a rookie also. Donald Driver, Robert Ferguson, uh, David Martin um, as tight end. Donald Driver was a really good uh, hard receiver, had over 1,000 yards that year. Um, their defense uh, had some good guys, but of course, that year they went 4-12. Um, and 12. Next season, where they went eight and eight, um, Brett Favre they had a Mod Green, uh, Donald Driver again, Greg Jennings putting the team on his back, Aaron Catman um, for the defense, and then the next year when they went uh, thirteen and three, which uh, first in their division, uh, Donald Driver again, Greg Jennings, Brett Favre. So overall, both those teams weren't great. Yeah, take in their in their draft. So both uh both uh players most likely would have taken a few years. And you see, uh, Aaron Rodgers and uh, Alex Smith, they have that time back then. They have that time to get better at the game itself, and actually start to shine once they get into like their thirties. Yeah, which nowadays. 
isn't really that that, that much common or that, as common. Well, we haven't seen it as much with all these uh, younger quarterbacks, but we we just don't know how that'll work. But back then, we knew they they had nothing really to risk because of there was really no scrambling back then, besides from like Mike Vick and stuff like that. But um. Overall, they would have taken that time to get better, depending on which team they went to. And what do you think about if Aaron Rodgers did go to the 49ers, how long would it have taken him to start to actually have winning seasons? Well, when you take a look at the franchises today, um, you see the 49ers there. They're at a pretty good spot there. I think they're one great quarterback away from a super. Not even great, like quarterback that is good. I think Jimmy G can be good, but he can also be very inconsistent. Um, but like they just—they're coming off a super. Uh, two years ago, they just went to the Super Bowl. They lost, unfortunately, but um, I mean that's still momentum for them. They have a really good up-and-coming defense. But Alex Smith, I mean, he was good for them, but he, he, he didn't really um, muster anything there. Then he went to the uh, um, Chiefs. He made, made a few playoff bursts, but again, nothing there. Um, Redskins, uh, he had one playoff appearance. When you look at Rodgers, 17 years on the same team, uh, won Super Bowl, and, and their team's not as promising as the 49ers now. Just because of uh, the Devontae trade, which I think is going to impact Rodgers a lot. So the, so big, the big question, question is, is, do you think Aaron Rodgers would have been able to have the career that he had in San Francisco? Look, there's no denying Aaron Rodgers' talent. And the thing is, like, he's been gifted with some really good receivers over the year, like um, Jordan Nelson, Donald Driver... I don't think I don't think he played much of driver, but um he had all these great receivers, but he I think he'd still be good on the 49ers. Um I don't know if he's as good like a four time MVP. Uh, and um of course I think Brett Favre helped him with that. And that that's a that's also a big thing. You think um how much did Brett Favre impact Aaron Rodgers' career and how how uh how good of a quarterback he was and still it is. Yeah, I mean, Brett Favre is a Hall of Fame quarterback, but also just like Rodgers, he has one Super Bowl ring. And it's just that's the dynamic that everyone points to Aaron Rodgers about is that um is that he just can't win. And I mean, we've seen that come true. And going back to the 49ers' success, they didn't have a winning season until 2011. From the Alex Smith trade, or not trade, uh, drafty, where uh, Alex Smith um, was on the team, and I think that was like his second last year on the um, team. So, it just depends, like, does this, this, um, Brett Favre's mentoring really impact uh, Aaron Rodgers that much? And um, also, how does Alex Smith respond to it? Or how is Alex Smith uh, play under the Forty or the Packers regime? That's true. That really would have shown if Brett Favre was that good of a mentor 
or it was just pure talent from Aaron Rodgers. Definitely. And we really will never know in the end. There's it's there can only be assumptions that what Aaron Rodgers, uh, his career he's had was an impact of Brett Favre, or if it really just wasn't at all. That's why we do these on podcasts. And the 49ers, when you look at their first one of the season in 2011, um, they had uh, Frank Gore, who was um, had a great season. Uh, Vernon Davis, who uh, also had a good season. Um, Justin Smith, Patrick Willis, Neville Bowman, uh, Carlos Rogers, uh, Sean Goldston. Receivers were up Michael Crabtree. So I think uh, Rogers can do a lot with that. But it would just take time. And you just got to see, uh, would Rodgers be that patient or uh, would he leave? Which I don't think he would. He Rodgers is the type of guy that makes you seem like he's going to leave. Um, but ultimately never does. Like, he stayed with this team for um, 17 years. And in my opinion, I'm going to go with that Brett Favre did not impact Aaron Rodgers as much as um as everyone thinks he did because I don't think having a mentor at quarterback and sitting behind a quarterback for um for that long yeah you'll learn uh tricks and how to play the game from this quarterback but you need the talent and I think that's something that Aaron Rodgers was I'm not gonna say born with but he had it in the NFL and that's what makes him such a good quarterback. I don't think Brett Favre impacted it that much. Definitely, I think. I mean, how should I put this up? I mean, Brett Favre was um so he's kind of different than Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers like throws the least interceptions. Uh, Brett Favre holds the record for most interceptions thrown. He was a gunslinger quarterback, like reckless, but could throw that ball fast. And that's how, like, he was so good, and that's how a person has the interception record, is that you're good enough to start, but you also can throw a lot of picks at some times. So he didn't have the best decision-making, and, um, you know, it's maybe Rodgers taught him a thing or two, or maybe Rodgers resented, um, or, like, of course, Favre, uh, resented Rodgers for the first like year or two, um, just because he he was Barv felt Barv Barv um still thought he had a lot left, and that's why he tried to come back a few times. Barv. Anyways, but that's uh that's decision making in a quarterback. I don't think that's something you uh, you can learn from another quarterback. I think that's something that's just naturally in that's, a quarterback. That's, like, smart. Like, that's football smarts. It's, um, and, like, it's not like he's too overly cautious with it. Like, oh, no, I can't throw it to him because there's a chance uh, it could be interception. Like, he'll throw those deep. Yeah, and you're never going to do anything at a quarterback if, like, if, you, if you have that mindset. If you don't throw... Uh, to a wide receiver, receiver that's covered and trust in that wide receiver to catch the ball. Because that's, that's, that's a lot of it, too, is trust. You got to trust that your uh, your receiver is going to catch the ball and that you're going to deliver a ball that's able for the, uh, the wide receiver is going to be able to catch. All right, what are your uh, closing thoughts on this? Well, um, 
And it also point to that, like, Aaron Rodgers will sometimes do because he's completed three Hail Marys so far. One against Detroit, the other against... Uh, in that situation, Hail Mary, that's just all up. Like, throw it up and just hope. That's that's not uh, decision-making. That's I need to get the ball. What the heck? That's something I need to get the ball in the end zone where the wide receivers are. Yeah, and he has good arm strength, and that showed it. Like, he would be on the run, especially in that play against Detroit. Chuck it up, um, and of course you'd get it in game. Um, other than that, my closing thoughts are: uh, Aaron Rodgers, I think, would still thrive because he's that good of a quarterback. I think Alex Smith would also. He wouldn't be. I don't think he's still Hall of Famer, but I think he would um, be able to uh, be able to. I think bring the Green Bay Super Bowl if he just stayed and waited out. Um, same thing with Rodgers. I think he could, the he would win the Super Bowl with the 49ers, Maybe I think he could win too. Yeah, I I agree with that. I would say on the 49ers, Rodgers would he wouldn't thrive for the first uh, years until his team around him is good enough. He would have been a good enough quarterback at that time to be able to uh lead a team to a Super Bowl. Um, and what about your closing thoughts? Those more it. All right, uh, all right, I believe that's it. All right, that's all from us today. Next week, we will be talking about um, Manning and Rivers. The Manning Rivers trade. The Manning Rivers trade. Uh, all right, that's all from us today. See you later, everyone. I'm getting Coppermine for sponsoring this episode. Check them out at www.gocoppermine.com. Thanks to them, you can find us wherever you listen to your podcast.